Hello, um, everybody, and welcome to Brainstorm. This, of course, is the podcast where we tell you to trash your erasers because we're here to lead you through the wilderness of art making. Uh, this is a podcast hosted by me, Garrett Lai. I am a comic artist, illustrator, and bicon, bisexual icon. And me, Gato. I'm a monster enthusiast and horrible caffeine addict. And today's topic, we're doing something a little bit different today, more serious, given like the current world events. And the topic is, how do we navigate creating an art? during social change and disruption. So we actually have a lot of news for you guys. We finally moved in together, so our podcast is now local. Bam, 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 bam. We are in Portland, <laughs> where, um, yeah, uh, it turns out Portland is a banana republic where secret police capture protesters and, uh, you know, rob them of their First Amendment rights. You know, the usual. You know, normal stuff. Yeah, normal shit. You know, given the nightmare that we're living in, um, we have to remember why these police were sent here. It was to silence Black Lives Matter protesters. Yes. So we wanted to give the floor to our Black creative friends and create a safe space for them to express their feelings and visions for the future and not have their voices be silenced. Amen. Um, and this is our first time with guests, so we're really excited. Yes. Yeah. So our first honorary guest is Jennifer Estridge, incredible Woo! motion media designer and friend from college. Would you like to introduce yourself, Jen? What? Hi, guys. Oh, my gosh. I'm so happy to be a part of this. Thank you for inviting me on your show. Oh, of course. I'm so happy you decided to, like, come in, so. Yeah, of we're course. just happy to hear from you and catch up and all that good stuff. Of course, of course. Well, a little bit about me for your ho- or listeners. Sorry, y'all. I'm nervous. <laughs> No, but I'm a I'm a black woman, person of color, a motion designer. In my day-to-day life, I do a lot of social media, animation and design. And yeah, I've been doing that since we've been out of school. How long has that been, guys? 3 years? 3 years. Oh, ah! Don't remind me. Don't remind me. Don't remind me. But yes, that's like in my day-to-day life. I'm a freelancer and currently I am doing graphics for social media accounts. Right now I'm working with a fashion brand. For people at home who don't know what motion graphics is, think about title sequences, think about any little animated graphic element you've seen on TV or social or on YouTube. And that's kind of what I do, but I'm trying to elevate it and make it cool and make you guys go gaga over commercials <laughs> hell, yeah. hell yeah hell yeah but yeah no on my personal time i make work that kind of revolves around what i find beautiful in the world but also work that tackles my anxieties about the world around me and also during this time i've been making social posts and educational material and protest flyers and things like that so yeah that's just a little bit about what i've been up to uh during that time and since we graduated school and all that so yeah hi guys fucking awesome i fucking love yeah. that so much <laughs> oh this feels like a throwback oh, we are making memories new sharing old yes we are fabulous we are making memories we are going to shit naked in the woods we are surviving 2020 we are surviving dune buggies dune buggies <laughs> i because I, I almost died in a dune okay <laughs> Your girl was heartbroken and she's like, yeah, I'll go to a place called Death Valley for a vacation. Oh, shit. That is the most emo shit I have ever heard in my life and I love it. I will say, Caro, something that would like be on your radar though. So there was a, there was a hot spring, a natural hot spring. 
Um, it was right outside of Vegas in a little town called Tacopa. I think it was Tacopa. And yeah, it, you just strip and you jump in and there's like, it's something that I totally normal Jen Estridge. Hell no. For some reason, <laughs> desert Jen Estridge. She was like, <laughs> desert Jen Estridge. <laughs> I was like, all right. Uh, being in like the the wilderness changes you. Yes, it absolutely does. And I think it was, since I'm alive and I can laugh at it, mm-hmm. it was the, one of the best things I ever did for myself. You become stronger. That's amazing. Damn. Absolutely. You almost died three times. Don't cut yourself short. That's how I felt about moving Damn. out here. Yeah, it was yeah. just like. Y'all, you look like you lived, like I kept up with you and Brooke and I was like, y'all are just making something happen in Portland. <laughs> Yeah, sleeping on that like air mattresses and just figuring it out, being poor. Yeah, yeah. but it was fun as fuck. You know, it, I've been romanticizing my first year out of school a lot, where I was just couch surfing and just like eating Oreos and like I could probably do it again, but I'm just like, yo, you were just so trying to just make something work. And it, I know, yeah, we are all hustling. Exactly, yeah. like the journey and like the struggle of it was like fun, like striving to get somewhere you can arrive, and then like you get there and you're like, huh, I kind of liked getting here better than actually being here. It's a weird feeling. It is no, because you know. I, it's weird because I don't even consider myself to have made it to where I wanted to be Yeah. at this point. But like, still, life took me in an interesting way. Like, I can't complain. I'm fucking working for Michael. Michael Kors walks by my desk. <gasps> Holy oh. shit. And I was like, you're that guy. You're him. And I'm like, yeah, this this isn't a studio job, but this is kind of fucking cool. So. Oh my God. Yeah. Hello, yeah. Michael. How's Hello. It, how's it going, Mr. Kors? Can I curse on this part, podcast? Oh, oh yeah. 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 We just sorry, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Curse all you want. Curse all you want. I get text messages. Like, Michael didn't like this. I'm like, who the fuck is Michael? <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck oh is Michael? God. I was like, oh, I, I'm out of a job. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, but, it, you know. Yeah, life life is interesting. That's great. And I mean, you like you will get to where you want to be. Exactly. I think that's something SCAD instilled in all of us that we're, we were supposed to get the number one thing right after school. No. And it's, yeah. it might take a little longer, you know? Like, yeah. Still doing something cool. So. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. I mean, that's like if Michael so Kors is walking oh by God. your desk, you're doing something right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I totally get yeah. that feeling of like not being like exactly where you want to be, but like. It's a humbling experience, especially when I find myself like, I'm not working at Gentleman Scholar making cool motion graphics. I'm like, bitch, there was literally a fashion show with Bella Hadid that you were like invited to. Like, sit oh, there. Like, my it's okay. Lord. That actually didn't happen, but one day it will. <laughs> no. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to be like, girl. Uh, no. Literally, I had started working at Coors before the world ended, and there was a fashion show, but obviously I wouldn't be there because. I'm the new girl. Um, but I'm like, oh, I could maybe. Yes, yeah, indeed. One day, if you stick with it. Damn. Yeah, we'll see. You know, we'll see. Yeah. And like, also be open to like new directions, because yeah. even though like your I, initial goal was like, oh, I want to work in a studio in a specific place, like maybe you find something that you like better. So exactly, and it's like it's the conversation that again, SCAD didn't really offer a lot of. But it's like, what the fuck do you want to do with your life? But it's like, yeah. do I want a job that is like nine to five-ish? Because, you know, we're creatives and sometimes shit happens. 
Yeah. yeah. Get out on time every day. And, you know, you could probably have a family and a life and go to a cycling class afterwards or something. <laughs> yeah. Or do you want to, like, hustle, you know, and travel and, like, fucking stay in the studio till 3 a.m., you know? Like, exactly. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. that is a conversation. It's something I'm trying to learn. Like, yeah, because right now, especially with everything going on with Rona, like, I'm kind of happy, like, at six, I'm pretty much done for the day. Yeah. 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 And also, life just intercepts you. You, like, get out mm-hmm. of school and you're like, I know where I'm going to go. And then it's like, interception. It's like- and then you're just like, oh, I didn't know this is what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I didn't. It made a lot of sense for me to work in social media, but that wasn't a conversation in SCAD that motion graphics and social media would be like this thing that would offer a lot of jobs for the motion world. And I keep in contact with a lot of my professors. That has become a thing they talk about in motion, like designing for social media platforms. Um, I actually got my first agency into one of the textbooks, but you know, it's like surprising how much has fucking changed even since we've been in school. Again, like, oh, you, yeah. You, oh yeah. yeah, you know, like, again, I didn't think I could be making stuff for social media platforms because it was not really a thing talked about. I was like, no, I'm going to go on TV. I'm going to fucking make movies. Yeah. I'm going to be in movies and stuff like that. And yeah, yeah things are constantly evolving and you should yeah. be like willing. Well, I, I also feel like for you guys too, because I know me and Garrett have talked about this a little bit more in the past, like um, Sequa, you guys were never really told about commercial work, right? Or like the fact that motion oh, studios no. are fucking looking for you guys. I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of, yeah, yeah, like there's commercial work and like, and I think Garrett uh, and Carl, you know, you guys could obviously both ask my friend Steph, but she was a sequential major struggling, could not fucking find anything. And since her boyfriend was in motion, and because she took a motion course that was designed for being storyboards for motion. Yeah. She fell into the motion world and she's doing great now. Like she gets to change her style every other week. That's so much fun. Cool, yeah. Yeah, I know. I never thought I would teach. Yeah, life comes at you fast. Yeah, it's just you like, just... you're doing this now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like people were like, you're an activist. I'm like, am I? I'm like, I'm just existing in the skin I was given and trying to do the right thing. Well, yeah. yeah, and that's like political as anything, you know, because we're all we all have, I think, inherent politicism. However, we just exist, you know, and that's what politics are. Yeah, yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a friend told me that like art is inherently political, like whether you mean it to be or not, because it's a mm-hmm. product of who you are mm-hmm. and like your beliefs, physical appearance, like your emotional scape, like everything, whether you intend to or not, you are creating a political message to your art. And I was like, that's cool fuck because like yeah i've never thought of myself as a political person or like someone who's like able to be an agent of change but that's very empowering yeah i think we all kind of hope we are in some way because you know we go to fucking art school and we want to be like yo no we're down for the cause we're down for like fucking change yeah but it was really thrusted upon us this year where it was like oh shit like yeah. Yeah, no we we can't just like be down from afar you know yeah you know we have to be loud about it so many people reached out to me especially in the first couple of weeks and it was great and it was exhausting it was just one of those things so it's like oh i can't i know i could have turned people away and no one would have fucking said anything because of course i'm black and exhausted yeah what you say goes yeah, it's like i'm fucking tired <laughs> i'm tired but it's like one of those things like okay this is the shit like 
the call comes and you're like, yeah, I got to fucking take it. I mean, you've always wanted to be a voice for what you are, you know? Yes. I think that that's anyone's dream. Wasn't the plan to do it during a pandemic. That was right. Yeah. Fuck's sake. Yeah. I wish this came at a different time. Like I know you guys obviously know, cause I know you guys are loud and proud and doing the right things, having the discussions that need to be had. Trying to. Trying, really hoping. Yeah. I was driving hoping, and I hoping, had this hoping. idea like struck yeah. me. What what's the idea? I just feel like I have been rattling my brain for months about like yeah. what to do, specifically about Black Lives Matter. And I think for us as artists, yeah. it's super easy for that first idea or that first like instinctive nudge to be like, draw something yeah. or like create a piece yeah. of work or do yeah. something in the field that you graduated in that's related to this. But it's yeah. like, sometimes you can't find the language fast enough. Yes. I just felt like Caro and I started the podcast and this felt a lot more immediate, you know? Yes. And like, I don't think it really needs a metaphor at the moment. Like, I think we can just like actually listen to what one another have to say. I love that you said that because again, I was showing my apartment to the two artists that are going to move in or we'll find a place. And I was talking about like my experience between the first week or, you know, just the, the shell shocked weeks. So the first three weeks of just after George Floyd. Yeah. yeah. And I just felt something that I need, like I just, I needed to be active. I needed to do something. I needed to draw something. I needed to like create, but it wasn't coming out. And I was getting so fucking frustrated with myself. I, cause I felt like I needed to put out something and it needed to be good right now and it's like if I put out artwork that I feel is important anytime yeah the right time you know what I mean like it doesn't matter that like it wasn't immediately after yeah you have to like gather yourself in order to have a reaction yeah yeah that's so like assuring to hear because I felt so much guilt because I'm like fuck like I feel like because you see social media and you see like an outpouring of like art and like reactions and stuff like that and like I've been wanting to make art for this for like a long time but I've just been gathering my thoughts and I want feedback before I do anything because I'm like I don't know if what I'm gonna do is gonna be helpful or not yeah Yeah. so then I'm like fuck like I haven't done anything like I'm not a shitty ally like fuck you know like Mm -hmm. no totally it's it's very like validating to hear like there's no fucking time limit for this shit yeah exactly there's no fucking timeline and it's like i was telling my friend um you know we're trying to first survive a pandemic yeah second because we are trying to survive in the united states um i know some account gave me a shout out like right initial three weeks of george floyd and it was great because you know created traffic towards my instagram account and you know obviously that was the intent to like shine a light on like black artists and people in the industry and this but then i felt so much guilt because mm-hmm. I'm like, I have all these new followers and I just, I don't know what I want to post right now. Cause I, I have a million and one ideas, but like, yeah. you know, first off I'm exhausted. Second, like yeah. if I'm going to put out anything, I want it to be good. Maybe I'm putting too much effort. It gets into a spirally kind of, you know, Scott yeah. where it's like, but yeah. this isn't good enough to put out. And it's like, yeah. And something with like the nature of the work I do, everything has a pretty fast turnaround. Just learn that it's okay it's okay to take your time on things. Like, again, like I have like a, a few illustrations started. Hopefully they'll be coming out whenever they do come out. Like, that's the thing I kept saying next week, they'll be out and next week yeah. they'll be out. I'm like, it's going to be okay if it gets out 
later. We're all just trying to survive here. Yeah. Absolutely. We all gotta still make ends meet at the end of the day too. And yeah, there's shit going on. Yeah. Yeah. We have to make sure like we're safe first for sure. Yeah. Oh, totally. Like I don't really subscribe to the thought that allies can't get exhausted. Like I get the sentiment. Mm. Like yeah. you know, like oh, you're not allowed to be like. Yeah. Yeah, like you're not allowed to just completely tune out because you're tired, but like yeah. you're allowed to be tired because it's a fucking exhausting time. Like I. Yeah. We all gotta be kind to ourselves. Yeah. yeah. You know like the amount of cruelty and inhumanity that you see in the world is yeah. just like fuck me man like you know and yeah you feel so powerless like that's what I feel like right now I feel kind of powerless because I'm like I don't know yeah. how to help you know yeah like, like what is the best way to help yeah and it's like because at first I thought well I got to be on the streets well it's hard to be on the streets when there's mm-hmm. a fucking pandemic happening you let yeah not diminish that but it's like you know i like at the time everything blew up i was still with my parents it's not about it's not just me it's putting others at risk it's you know like mm-hmm. and you know like the studies have come out and like surprisingly protesting didn't contribute much but still it was a risk mm-hmm. okay like i'll switch to like online activism and trying to save the world from an iphone doesn't feel <laughs> as rewarding it just it doesn't yeah but yeah no there's a lot of fucking powerlessness right now because like, it's like yeah mm-hmm. no we should be worrying about our fucking health. Like, we, like, and it's not, we always knew, we always did. I don't want to try to, like, say, like, yo, I was completely, like, aghast by what I learned about our government not fucking taking care of people of color and everything because I fucking grew up in it. Mm-hmm. It was always some kind of veil. And just to see a big, it was just like, I knew where I was when Trump made the tweet and I was like, everything's going to go like everything's going to explode. And I wanted to, I never had it. Like, yeah. I never had that gut reaction where I'm just like, Oh no, burn this motherfucker to the ground. Yeah. yeah. Like, absolutely. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I went so heavy or whatever. No, no. Yeah, this that- is- what we want yeah. we want yeah. honesty great. Great. we want yeah. more perspective yeah. i want yeah. like literally there's been so much that's gone it's like impossible not to talk about garrett i remember your family being just like conservative yeah hell yeah so i wonder with a kid so is it fair to call you a liberal i have found myself on the on a very different side than like where they are so um i'd say it's fair to call me that yeah although like even like liberals i feel like aren't you know fucking up in their own right you know yeah like oh trust me like after i fight the police i'm coming after the white libs yeah yeah yeah. oh my god thank you Yeah, yeah that's another conversation like i feel like right now everyone's like oh we're changing voice actors we're doing and i'm not saying that's not important like you know i was sadly one of the big advocates like splash mountain should be teared down like i just for for the longest time i'm like this should not be here splash mountain yeah splash mountain and disney yeah what's what's the history around that oh my god i'm so excited to share (laughs) this is exactly what we want like i just want to take the conversation back a little bit like as a person of color as a black woman i realized i can't get so angry right away because I just realized like my education on history differs I was talking to one of my friends from Florida who didn't know about the Trayvon Martin case which was yeah yeah I was yeah. like first yeah. off how but it's like one of those like, okay I have to take a step back and just explain because yeah. like you know it's not fair you know there's a lot of talk about how we should be treating cancel culture mm-hmm 
That's true. You know, like one of my things is like if it didn't do harm that can't be undone, then I think it's worth trying to educate people, if that makes sense. Like there's certain things that like, yeah, you did it, you hurt someone, you can't fucking take that back ever. Yeah. Yeah. Like a Bill Cosby will never fucking make it. Like there's nothing Bill Cosby can do for me at this point (laughs) that I'd be like, and I know who I want to mention. He kind of dug his own hole again recently, but it would be like a Shane Dawson. Oh, yeah. This is something where if Shane stayed in the lane of like not getting involved with Jeffree Star. Yes. If he he, like was actually a changed person. Yes, exactly. Like I would have said, you know what? I'm not subscribed to him. I don't fucks with him, but I'm not actively trying to cancel this man's life because something that like the SCAD experience really taught me is just like, yeah, no, people grow up in different fucking settings that don't Mm -hmm. teach that it's not okay to do these things. And yeah, it doesn't fall on me to educate these people, but it's also like, you know, I should try because that's the only way we're going to get better. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Shane Dawson fucked himself by like getting involved with Jeffree Star, who clearly never changed. Like, let's be real. No, like, no, 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 no. You know, like... And, uh, you know, Shane, like, he's always kind of like yeah. victimized himself a little bit. You know, it's, a, it's, a, it's an eye opener for me too, because like when I heard about the apology, I was like, whatever. He's not going to do blackface again. He's going to learn cool spread the message da, da, da. I, i'm trying to think of someone who's like a better example i guess like jimmy fallon i don't know i feel like someone just came out like they did blackface in the 90s and yeah you know what i mean and i just feel like okay yeah no that was a problem but i think i don't know i'm just not looking to get rid of jimmy fallon's show i will take issue with every like late night show except for trevor noah being a white male Yes. You know, absolutely. like, I think that this yeah. should change. The distribution yeah. of, like, platforms, for it's sure, is, like, wrecked. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I fully believe that if you dig into anyone's past hard enough, long enough, blah, 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 you're going to find something problematic that they said they did. Amen. We all grew up in a toxic Xbox culture where I said things I didn't know the weight of back then. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah. just like, please, I hope no one finds my old DeviantArt, because, like, who, I, it was just yeah, stream of consciousness, yeah. I was 11, and, like, yeah. <laughs> who knows what I even was saying, you know? Yeah, exactly, and if it was, you know, brought to light, you know, I just hope people know who I am today, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I'm, I'm not that person that I was when I was 13 or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. we were children. Yeah. We were yeah. literally like, children. Yeah. Like, you are not even a human. Wet. Yeah. I think the things that make Shane Dawson and people like that different are the fact that one, they had a platform while they were doing it. Two, they were probably, he was probably in his like mid twenties while it was happening. That's exactly, you know, know, like when Jeffrey was like, I didn't know using the N word was was like, you were fully 28 or nine years old. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Jesus. We can get into it, but I'm supposed to educate y'all on Splash Mountain. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get to the important shit here. <laughs> Splash Mountain. Yeah, give us the tea on the mouse. <laughs> we are talking about Disney's classic ride, Splash Mountain. Now, what's the problem with Splash Mountain? Splash Mountain is based on a movie called Song of the South, which I'm pretty sure you guys probably heard of. Mm-hmm. What's it called? Song of the South. I actually have not heard of that. Again, glad to educate them. Song of the South, and the reason why, Garrett, you probably haven't heard about it is because in the late 90s, Disney decided to no longer distribute the movie. You can't stream it. Like, Disney took it off. It's, it's in the vault. She ain't gonna go. It's racist as fuck. Yes. 
And I actually, for the first time ever, watched Song of the South recently, and I can even, like, dive into why exactly. But, you know, I'm going to stick to, like, the core things. Mm -hmm. Song of the South is a movie about these white children on a plantation with an Uncle Tom character named Uncle Remus. His name is Uncle Remus. And it's during Civil War era, and they depict the Black people on this plantation as happy song singing, you know, oh. always solving the white man's problems. And just God willing, like, yeah. just God so willing. down. So happy to... <laughs> zippity doo da zippity day. Jesus. Again, Disney realizes how problematic it is. You know, it, it's black stereotypes. Like, head to toe, every black character in that movie is just a stereotype. How do I even express this? Because, like, I'm watching it, I'm like, okay, like, you know, they're not saying these things are bad but they're using the word tar baby they're using oh god it's just it's just kind of plain as day in front of your eyes and it's yeah it's just it's it's plain ignorance yeah like because like you kind of get that the kids parents are like part of this revolutionary movement but they never really say it and then they're still on this fucking plantation utilizing the slave labor so you're like so are they for slavery or they're not i don't fucking know yeah. Honestly, the at the end of the day, the movie's boring as shit, but Disney makes a ride. And, you know, it's been a classic Disney ride for forever. And my whole stance was like, if Disney vaulted a movie, why is there a ride? Because in my opinion, so I always was in the camp that Song of the South should be out for public viewing with a disclaimer on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically owning up to it. Like, this is something we have out. Yeah, maybe not sell DVDs, but have it on Disney Plus because you can't get it on Disney Plus and mm-hmm. use it as an educational tool of showing like, yeah, how wrong this was. And like, you know, this is yeah. like, I know they did it with Dumbo with the Black Crows. I know like, you know, that whole thing with, uh, oh, I know, I know. Yeah. We want to talk about just blatant. The Crows were named Jim. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, but like they kept Dumbo up. They have the disclaimer saying, you know, there's racist imagery in this. Oh my God. Um, Gone with the Wind. Yeah. That, that was a whole thing on HBO yes. uh, where they took it down and people fucking like bought up all the physical copies of, of Gone with. That's true. People were like, <laughs> we're not going to be able to watch our movies. Like, we got to get this before the libs get this. And I'm like, uh... No, like Ooh. HBO just put a warning in front of it because again, like I think it's important to have access to these kinds of things. I Yeah, I think it's kind of like monuments, yeah. And just yeah. being like if there was a monument of a Confederate soldier and it had like a little subtext that was like asterisk, this person owns slaves, this person yes. was for mm-hmm. slavery, you know, but there are just yeah. these nondescript, realistic rendered monuments that are just supposed to be like it just looks like it's a celebration, you know? Yeah, and, and most of those statues were put up during a, the Jim Crow era to kind of remind mm-hmm. people, like, yeah, you guys are free, but let's remember, like, this is who runs this area. Yeah. I agree. It's like monuments. The question is, what do you do with these statues? I'm like, yeah, put them in a museum. I, yeah. You know, oh, people, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, like, people don't really fucking learn from statues anymore. Like, I never took it. No. Like, I learned something super important through this statue. It's just like a trigger yeah, in daily yeah. life. Just like, oh. Yeah. But, yeah, um, I'm oh, sorry, go on. Yeah, no, no, you go on. I was just going to add Splash Mountain. Oh, no. Yeah, story. that's what I wanted to actually hear more about. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to hear yeah. you finish that point. Yeah. Yeah, no, so Splash Mountain, um, I know, Carl, you're here Floridian, so you've been to Disney. Probably. I mean, I went when I was, I don't like Disney, honestly. That's fair, you know, <laughs> that's fair. Like, 
the company or the world company, or the land the world the land the everything like it creeps me the fuck out i don't like, like disney as a company disney yeah. the land world i'm just kind of like yeah i'm a bit I'm you know like, rainy oh, day so happy it makes me laugh i dig the disney artist that's about it but no i and i do appreciate the imagineer of fucking disney world i guess because it is impressive but mm. so but garrett have you been to disney world oh yeah uh-huh okay. yeah i haven't been to disneyland but i've been to disney world yeah cool so slash mountain for the kids at home who have never been on slash mountain it's a it's a log flume ride and there is nothing inherently racist about the ride let's be except that it is based off of song of the south Mm -hmm. but it is just a weird reminder of like you know a movie that was so problematic that disney has shelved and like won't release but the ride is still working and functioning and like you know why so what they're doing with splash mountain is they're turning it into a princess and the frog ride which i'm very much about yeah we can talk about the problems with princess and the frog because i can talk about the problems with princess and the frog but, <laughs> honestly go off like i was like yo tell me why the first black princess only gets 10 minutes of screen time as a black princess i'm just saying oh, she was a frog yeah for more <laughs> i really did oh. not like the fact that she turned into the frog i'm like where the fuck is the prince? Like, why isn't he the frog? Like, Tatiana's cool as fuck. Like, yes. where is she? Oh, my God. Like, let's talk about it. Because I laid in bed the other night thinking, I was like, that movie could have fucking worked with her as a human. There's no reason she had to be a frog. Literally no reason. Other than, I guess, frogs fall in love more. <laughs> they didn't want to be movie situation. I don't know. Like A bee movie situation? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like... Uh, maybe that was the call i don't know now i'm giving like passes but yeah so splash mountain's coming down people are outraged because it's part of disney's history but they took down tower of terror i don't know and like everything else but that was fucking evolving in disney so i don't know suck my dick i don't know (laughs) yeah it's like (laughs) i yield my time yeah you reserve those criticisms mate like a hundo yeah yeah, no, this is this is amazing. Like I never knew any of this, so thank you for. Yeah, no, it's one of those things where I don't even want to say like I learned about Song of the South through my animation history class because I knew I didn't know about it beforehand. Yeah, but I think it kept it fresh in my head and like yeah, no, not everyone gets to take an animation history course. You know, not everyone knows about these things or you know like even just the normal viewer of TV. Yeah, no one's thinking about unless it's someone famous voicing a character. That's the beauty of, like, voiceover work. Anyone can be anyone. Boys are playing girls, you know. But, like, if you look at how many Black voice actors are actually employed right now, yeah, you notice there's a fucking issue. And, you know, one day I would like to get to a point where anyone can play anyone. But, like, let's be real. If you can cast a Black actor in a role right now, you should fucking do it. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, if there's a part, yeah. Yeah. 100%. And if there's not a part, fucking write one. Yeah, make one. Make <laughs> one. On that note, because I, I did derail, I think these conversations are all, like, they are important, but I think they are distractions. For me, I'm like, I am focusing on police reform. I am focusing on keeping international students in this fucking country now. Yes. Oh my God, yeah. I'm reacting to the more, like, this is threatening lives Absolutely. versus, like, stuff that I would like to get once we, you know. The voice acting thing is going to be nice. Splash Mountain will be nice, but I don't want like consolation prizes right now. Yeah. Yeah. And like, exactly. They're doing things at the moment to like cover their ass and they're doing like, it's not really about them at the moment. Like it's about fixing this where 
the glaring problem is and like exactly as i said we've got questions that are actually laid out in relation to that it'll i think be more focused on the things you actually want to talk about you know yeah totally Um, and like just to add like the questions are there kind of as just a, Mm -hmm. a vague skeleton absolutely yeah um, and something to fall back on if we like notice like the conversation is l- lolling or whatever. But like if yeah. there's something like in your fucking soul that needs to be said, like say it, and we yeah. will. Yeah, it's like I gotta say something. The, yeah, yeah, we will direct the conversation about that. Like, don't feel like you need to censor yourself or that you need to like cut yourself off or anything. Like, because we want this to be about your voice, what you're going through right now, what you're feeling right now. Because like, I feel like people don't know. Yeah. yeah, you know, absolutely. No, and, totally. like, and I appreciate you guys, like, even just realize. I don't know how to word this, but it's like, I know you guys are being careful right now, like, mm-hmm. because it's such a sensitive time. And that's just mm-hmm. appreciative. Like, I don't know how to word yeah. that any better. And we also genuinely, yeah, want you to be able yeah. to express yourself and have the yeah. floor. Like, I don't yeah. feel like, oh, it better, like, you know, sense yeah. myself yeah. and not say this and, like, be yeah. quiet right now. You know, yeah. I, yeah. like, genuinely want to know these things. Mm-hmm. And exactly. in in terms of the questions, like, also, if we ever kind of, like, get derailed or we get on a topic that you're kind of like, this isn't, like, a, this isn't what I wanted to talk this about. This isn't what I'm about. No, totally. I'll be yeah. like, I can flag and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, then I we feel, can yeah. redirect, and like we yeah. can kind of get get us back on. You the guys path. are so fucking professional. I'm like, wait, <laughs> so we can oh redirect. God. I'm like, <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, because ultimately, like, yeah, this is about you. Yeah. So oh, I can't wait. Oh my god, what I is got, that? Is that whiskey? That whiskey. I'm like, oh god, yo. I'm about to get a refill. We. Hang I was on. like, yo, get your. Oh refill. my god, They're, hang on. He's very like. Okay, that's gonna be off the record. I'll stop recording. Cool.